0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, August 3rd. Yesterday, we'll see and talk about in just a minute, but it was a mixed bag you can see here. And uh, and so looking forward to our conversation with Dave because we do have uh, some earnings this morning, some hits, some misses, uh, some new dividends. So we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us up next. But before we go to Dave, let me just remind you, That uh, in this vast world of economics and markets, uh, there's only one thing that any of us can control. You, me, the big brokers on Wall Street, there's only one thing any of us can control, and that's how much risk you have in your portfolio. And the issue I have found is that most people don't have a clue what it looks like, how much they have, how it lines up with what they can stomach in a down market. Because of that, we created the financial x-ray. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. That's 863-382-0037. So with that, we've got Dave coming up next.
1: Five points, uh, counting crows there. It's morning, Dave, and we're counting dollars at the moment because, well, it's time to check in on your money. How is Wall Street treating your 401k and IRA? Yesterday was just first-class weird. And we actually think we know why it went weird, too. Let's go downtown check in with uh, Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, how you doing this morning?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well this morning. Hope you are, too. And, uh, yeah, yesterday, just uh, you and I were talking. It looked good as we opened up the markets. But um, it's... Uh, Well, it didn't end up that way. It ended up kind of a little bit of a mixed bag.
1: Yeah, we did. We kind of did an Olympic-level dive after about 10 a.m. We started out, and we actually set, I think, three, at the very least I know, two intraday high records for the indexes. And then at 10 o'clock, two reports came out, construction spending and uh, the Institute for Supply Management's Manufacturing Purchase Manager Index, and uh uh, the construction spending, uh, you and I probably agree, are, are probably was the thing that drove us down the most because we ended up in the red ink yesterday.
0: Well, yeah, we did, um, at least two out of three. Yeah, construction spending was expected to increase by a half a percent. It only went up a tenth of a percent. Um, so it, at least it did go up versus June um, last month. It actually went down. So So it was an improvement over June but not near what everybody was looking for.
1: And one of the, that, again, the tail of the tape, you and I are almost a broken record on. We're going in the right direction, just not as fast as investors would like us to go there.
0: That's right. And so, uh, which I think to a certain extent may be good for our economy. That means we're not overheating. Um, so so there may be some silver lining in that.
1: Yeah, we can cross our fingers at the very least. Something that you, that we that we observe every once in a while when we get a report in, That's less than expected. Investors sometimes look at it as bad news as good news because it'll put down any temptation on the part of the Fed to get the least bit tempted to raise interest rates at a precipitous rate at the very least.
0: Oh, that's true. And, And the market likes these low interest rates, let's just face it.
1: That's true. It's starting about 10 o'clock, like I said, we kind of did an Olympic-level dive. And no, it wasn't a terrible day. We start out the day 97 down on the Dow from yesterday, 8 down on the Standard and & Poor's. And as you said, mixed bag, it was a rock-crushing 8 up on the NASDAQ exchange. Just given all the green ink we saw at the start of the morning, it was just thinking, wow be a great day until we hit those two reports. i got a few things coming out today, but they're all going to be coming out at 10, and they're probably going to be uh, market movers. We've got factory orders, doable goods orders, non-defense capital goods orders, and uh, a whole bunch of indications as to what the input of our consumer supply chain is going to look like, which kind of makes the reports even more important this morning as far as what the companies we trade are doing because we don't have any economic reports to start the morning out early, do we?
0: No, we, we really don't. So those things are going to definitely um, come into play as we head through the day. The other thing that comes in throughout the day, not one specific time zone, is is uh, vehicle sales. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, we have motor vehicle sales comes in sometime throughout the day. I guess it kind of trickles in versus um, foreign, uh, domestic, that kind of thing.
1: Oh, yeah, and they split it up into so many categories. As you say, it's kind of a a slow drip trickle through the day. Uh, News items that affect the companies out. uh, Reese Witherspoon, we don't talk about her much on the business pages, but we actually can for the moment, can't we?
0: Yeah, we can. You know, she uh has a company called Hello Sunshine which is a a production company. It does a lot of streaming type type stuff, cable um productions. Well, she has come up with a deal for uh to sell it to Blackstone. Um uh, they're backing a media company and she's going to get 900, just 900 million dollars for it. Eh?
1: Oh, gosh, it was a discounted price, huh? <laughs> Yeah, she's done. Mm-hmm. As she's actually produced a couple of fairly successful streaming programs, but I find that kind of intriguing. That a company that isn't necessarily embedded in the showbiz industry is seeing that much potential value in the streaming industry to come, as far as the original productions are concerned.
0: You know, I think that's the advantage of having so many different streaming services. Everybody wants their own original content. And so they're looking at these different places that can produce content just for them, whether that's Netflix, whether that's Hulu, whether that's, you know, the other different companies, they, they these streaming services want their own um, product to draw customers in.
1: You know, looking at it kind of from a macro standpoint, I'm kind of seeing the streaming industry right now as being kind of where social media was, oh, 10, 12, 15 years ago. There's not a lot of barriers to entry out there to be able to, uh, you know, vomit something up on a video stream. So consequently, there's a kajillion ones that are doing it, just like social media used to be. Well, there was a shakeout. You know, Facebook, Reddit, a couple of others have become the successful social media companies. A lot of other ones have gone by the wayside. The shakeout will come on streaming, and a lot of the companies are kind of seeing the handwriting on the wall. You better have a hit if you expect to live.
0: Well, that's true. So um, there will be a shakeout. And uh, and those like, uh, you know, Reese here, she's getting a, a nice little paycheck for hers.
1: Hey, yep. Joins the Kardashian sisters as being a billionaire. <laughs> Other bit of tidbit news. I found this interesting because I always thought that the trend was toward natural, but Pepsi-Cola has struck a deal to sell the Tropicana juice line. And the sidebar of the thing says that juice sales have been plummeting, so Pepsi's getting out of the business while the getting out is good.
0: Yeah, that kind of surprised me when I saw that headline this morning as well. Um, But just because, uh, you know, I thought that was kind of a a, a brand that they were doing well with. But um, uh, I guess not. Um, So I'm not sure um, who's – a French private equity firm is buying it uh, with a couple partners.
1: Maybe they're going to make mimosas. (laughs) <laughs> One would never know. Yeah, just from our insular little standpoint here, when the headline says customers continue to ditch juice, given where we live in Florida, that's, that's, not, not, good. Good news. No. that's not good news from any manner. I, I have no idea. I haven't followed that trend, but I found it curious. Among the stocks that we're trading that are reporting this morning, we got a bunch of household words, among others. Uh, Clorox, how are we doing with the bleach business lately anyway?
0: You know, the bleach business is um, coming off of the pandemic highs and not living up to the current expectations. Um, They missed on both their top and bottom line for the last quarter. Their sales continue to fall from a year ago, obviously, because people, when it hit the shelves, stocked up. And now, hey, they don't need it um they've got plenty sitting in their uh in their cabinets so they're uh that they didn't meet expectations they're down uh, well they're a big loser today dave they're down uh, a little over eleven and a half percent this morning
1: they're right at the top of my big loser list from my little selected listings here i was wondering what the heck had happened i, I kind of uh, maybe this quarter will look better with the panic over the delta variant
0: and it very well could you're right because i mean now we've got some, some newsworthy stuff coming out and People's uh, anxiety levels growing again, and so we may see, if, if they haven't stocked up when it hit the shelves, we, we may see a rebound there.
1: That's right. Stay out of the Clorox aisle and the toilet paper aisle, people. There's not a shortage, <laughs> all right?
0: That's right. Definitely not a shortage. Not a shortage. Elsewhere. So elsewhere, we've got some companies reporting that everybody's going to lo- recognize. First one let's talk about is Under Armour. Under mm. Armour, um, they had a really good quarter. They beat uh, both on top and bottom line. They they made twenty four cents a share. That was eighteen cents better than expected. So really, really good. You know, and I can remember back several years ago when they were struggling, um, and, and they've kind of found their mark here. They're up uh, a little over six and a half percent this morning, Dave.
1: Cool. Yeah, they're they're right toward the top of my winner list this morning. I'm glad to see that.
0: I bet they are. And then we have Eli Lilly, the drug maker. Um, they uh, they missed their estimates by two cents a share. I mean, they still made a, a $1.87 a share. Revenue beat forecast. So it's kind of a mixed bag for them there. Um, but uh, they resulted in weaker sales. You know, their forecast, uh, you know, they're just not sure exactly um, what's happening coming up. They're trading down about 3% this morning.
1: All right. I read a sidebar piece saying that companies like Eli Lilly aren't in the glamour class in a day of pandemic vaccines because they aren't part of that mixture. They're just kind of falling out of favor just because they aren't trendy at the moment.
0: Well, and that, that's probably true. You know, they they don't have much to do with that, that sector in terms of vaccinations or dealing with COVID.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, big, big Pharma has its winners and losers during times of stress, just like any other business does.
0: that's right. So then we had Marriott reported, um, and they, uh, they came in and reported 79 cents a share. That was substantially better than the 45 cents that was expected revenue more than doubled from a year ago, Dave. Um, yeah, travel's obviously coming back. Um, so that's good for them. They did fall a little short though of the wall street expectations for revenue. Um, but, uh, and so that may be why there's a little bit of red tint there. They're down this morning, six-tenths of a percent.
1: All right. Got time for one or two more before we
0: close. Right. So let's look at uh, Micron Technology. Uh, they uh, they came out and have instituted their first ever dividend. Um, they're going to pay $0.10 cents a share. So that's, um, that's something new for them. They increased and updated their buyback policy to buy back more stock. And um, so, so that was some good news on their front, um, and they are up 1.8% this morning. And let's close out with, uh, let's look at the, maybe the solar industry. Mm. Um, solar edge technologies reported better than expected earnings and better than expected revenue for the last quarter. Um, and they gave an upbeat forecast for the current quarter we're in right now. And so I I did that because I wanted you to see a big beat here. Uh, Let's see. They're still up. They're up 11.7% right now.
1: All right. Folks are figuring out they can save on their power bills by doing that, right?
0: Well, yeah, and I've seen some interesting um, marketing um, ideas that are coming out of the solar industry where they're kind of – uh, leasing is not really the right word, but, um, but, it, but it is kind of leasing the system um, and basically charging people a little bit less than what they should save on, uh, on electricity.
1: Understood. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of interesting finance questions going through it. It's actually probably uh, hurting the credibility of the industry because it's getting harder to sell because it's so confusing at this point. I'm glad no. one of the major ones is doing well. Setting the table for the morning. It was a mixed bag yesterday after a really, really good start. We kind of blue chips lost their momentum off of the economic reports. Forty-five minutes before we open this morning. How are we doing so far?
0: Dave, it's going to be a mixed bag when it comes to uh, the commodities versus the stock indexes today. The stock indexes are all pretty green. Not by a lot, but but they're green. The Dow is up almost two-tenths of a percent. Uh, Same with the S&P 500, up almost two-tenths of a percent. And the NASDAQ is up just a tad over uh, a tenth of a percent. So, But it is all green as we open up. Um, However, the commodity side of things are uh, more in the red today. Uh, We've got silver down six-tenths, gold down six-tenths. Now, Dave, if I had a video, we would want to see you doing a happy dance right now, okay? Because (laughs) crude oil. Is down 1.8%, down below 70 to $69.97 a barrel.
1: What I really find cool is that's almost a 50 cent drop from just the delayed quote that I've got. I still have it over 70. So I don't know what's happening, but we'll take the slowdown on it, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Overseas markets, the Asian rim was off fractionally overnight. No really exciting moves there. Europe is mixed this morning, couple of them up, couple of them down, just a little bit either side of the zero mark. This is uh, uh, We talk about it all the time, stability and control, and you can't do a doggone thing about the virus. You can't do anything about the economic events. All you can do is control the risk in your portfolio. And as closer you, as closer you get to retirement, the more important that is. How do I find you to get advice on that front, Philip?
0: That's absolutely correct, Dave. They can give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. They can also follow us on Facebook, Dave, at Statler Financial Services. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730.
1: And back again with a look ahead tomorrow, same time here on Light. Philip, thank you so much, and we'll see you then, all right?
0: All right, man. You have a great day.
1: Be well. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Again, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember, if you like what we're doing, please like our page, Statler Financial Services. Share this with your friends and family. And above all, remember, we are here as a resource for you when it comes to anything investment, financial, retirement-related please don't hesitate to call on us. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you guys again tomorrow. Bye now.